Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. In our verse-by-verse study of the book of Revelation, we have come to what is typically referred to as the millennial reign of Christ. In today's study, we learn about the believer's life during the thousand-year reign of Christ on the earth. I encourage you to open your Bible and turn to the Revelation of Jesus Christ, chapter 20, and join us for Reigning with Christ. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, I thank you that one day, all of those things that cause us hardship and tribulation, all of the sufferings of this world associated with sin, will be ended. As we look at the thousand-year reign of Christ, we see Christ reigning on the earth as we are reigning with him. We are his priests, and yet it is clear that that new heaven and that new earth, that perfect society has not come to pass yet. Father, I pray that you would give us wisdom and insight into these things, that we may gain the knowledge and the peace that you desire us to have. Guide us in our study. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. In our last study, as we began Revelation chapter 20, we saw Satan bound by a strong angel with mighty chains. He has been cast down so that he can deceive the nations no longer until the thousand-year reign of Christ has ended. At the conclusion of the thousand-year reign, Satan will be released for a brief period of time. In verse 4 of Revelation 20, we read, And I saw thrones, and they sat on them, and judgment was committed to them. One of the great images in the New Testament is the image of the throne of God. Here, we do not see the image of the throne of God, but rather we see thrones. And John simply says, they sat on them. He's not telling us who sat on them. We learn from the rest of the New Testament that believers, that followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, those who have put faith and trust in him, will rule and reign with him and will judge the nations. And so John sees thrones and those who are sitting on them, and he says, judgment was committed to them. It seems to me that this first sentence is a summary sentence that gets explained in the following verses. He goes on in verse 4 and says, Then I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God, who had not worshipped the beast or his image and had not received his mark on their foreheads or on their hands. He's literally seeing those who have come out of the great tribulation, who put their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ during the tribulation and refused to bow or follow the Antichrist. They didn't worship him, they didn't receive his mark, and they were beheaded for the witness of Jesus Christ and for the word of God. What a high price to pay for following Jesus Christ. Many today do not believe we are to sacrifice or suffer in our following of the Lord Jesus Christ. And yet the Holy Scriptures clearly teach that those who are called to faith in Jesus Christ are also called to suffering if need be, to be beheaded or to die in his service. And these individuals, these souls, had been beheaded for Jesus Christ and for the word of God. He goes on and says at the end of verse 4, And they lived and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. That phrase, and they lived, means they resurrected. John had seen their souls, and now he sees their resurrection, their new bodies being joined to their soul, their spirit. And now 
they reign with Christ for a thousand years. Death is not the end for the follower of Jesus Christ. Death is a price we have to pay because we are in sin, but death, the grave, cannot hold us. Because the Lord Jesus Christ resurrected from the dead, we too, as his followers, will resurrect. We will receive new bodies, and we will be with the Lord and serve him forever. During the millennium, followers of the Lord Jesus Christ will sit on thrones and rule and reign with him. In verse 5 we read, But the rest of the dead did not live again until the thousand years were finished. The rest of the dead refers to those who had received the mark of the beast, who had followed the Antichrist, who were unbelievers prior to the tribulation and during the tribulation. All of those who had never trusted in Christ, they are the rest of the dead. And we're told here that they did not live again, they did not resurrect until the thousand years are finished. There are two resurrections. The first resurrection is the resurrection of the saved, those who trust in Jesus Christ. The second resurrection is the resurrection of the lost, those who have rejected Jesus Christ. When John uses the phrase, the first resurrection, he is including in that first resurrection all who have ever trusted in the Lord Jesus Christ, those who were saved, resurrected, or raptured prior to the Great Tribulation, and those who were saved during the Great Tribulation are all a part of the first resurrection. This first resurrection takes place in two parts. Part one, prior to the Tribulation. Part two, at the beginning of the millennial reign of Christ. But all of those are part of the first resurrection because the first resurrection is a resurrection unto life. All of the lost, their bodies remain in the grave until the end of the millennial reign of Christ. And then in verse 6, John gives us a blessing. We are told in verse 6, Blessed and holy is he who has part in the first resurrection. All of us who trust in Jesus Christ, all of us who share in the first resurrection unto life, are blessed and holy. We ought to be able to say hallelujah to that. We have new bodies. We are going to be with Christ forever. We will exist in heaven and not hell. And we will serve the Lord Jesus Christ for all eternity. We are blessed and holy because Christ has blessed us and he has made us holy. Then on in verse 6 it says, Over such the second death has no power. There are two deaths, just like there are two resurrections. The first death is a physical death. It's where our bodies grow old or get sick or experience an accident or injury, and we die. Our spirits go to be with the Lord if we're saved, but our body goes to the grave. It perishes. That's the first death. The second death happens when those who have rejected the Lord Jesus Christ are judged, they are found guilty of their sin and rejecting Jesus Christ, and then they are cast out of heaven into hell for all eternity. That is the second death. It is often said that as believers, we are born twice and die once. We have a physical birth and a spiritual birth when we trust in Jesus Christ, and we die once, our physical death. The lost, they're born once, and die twice. 
They're only born physically. They never trust in Christ, so they're not born again. And they die physically, and then they die spiritually when they're cast into hell. We are blessed and holy because over us, the second death has no power. And then we're told at the end of verse 6 that the followers of Jesus Christ shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. It's important to note, as we acknowledge that we will reign with Christ for a thousand years, as we are priests of God and of Christ, that there must be people to reign over. It's one of the challenges, one of the perplexities of the thousand-year reign. Who is it that we are going to reign over? Who is it that populate the earth during this millennial period? And we'll take a look at that next time. Father in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you once again for your grace and mercy, a grace and mercy that not only saves us from our sin, but saves us from hell as well. Thank you for the new birth, for making us a new creation in Christ Jesus. We are grateful that the old has passed away, everything has become new. And Father, I pray that you will help us to live out that blessed and holy life prior to our death and resurrection. Help us to be faithful in our service to you and to our Lord Jesus Christ now. Give us understanding, guide us with your Holy Spirit, help us to be humble before you and willing to suffer for the name of Jesus. It's in his name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.